0: So can you
1: the show that engages with the canon so that you don't have to? I'm one of your hosts, Anthony,
0: and I'm another of your hosts, Sydney. And today we're doing that thing where we're going to talk about something that we already like. <laughs> yes,
1: this is our, depending on how you count it, second or third <laughs> episode of our show within a show. Why are you like this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're talk about yeah, stuff that we already love.
0: Sometimes, sometimes our lives are also happening, mm-hmm. and the research element of this podcast gets knocked down the list.
1: That's true. And then sometimes simultaneously you go to one of the best concert experiences of your entire life.
0: Yes. Yeah. And you just
1: want to talk about it. Yeah. And by that we mean we are talking about Lady Gaga.
0: Yay! Yay.
1: Okay. So our favorite person, Lady Gaga.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely been like in my top five people, counting like my closest friends, like top five like people for like... Since we learned to, since two thousand eight, yeah, pretty consistently, I would say.
1: Yeah. So, do you want to take us through a little bit of your history with Lady Gaga with Mother Monster?
0: Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think we should share our earliest memories of Gaga. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> of like being aware of her as a famous person. So mine is okay in college. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, in high school. Okay. <laughs> I was a closet pop music liker, mm-hmm. but my outward persona was like too cool for all of that. Right. I wanted to be like a rock and roll girl. I wanted to be like, yeah, I was just I was just I was just too good for it. And then in college, I sort of started to experiment a little more with being a little more public about my tastes but still with this kind of like but it's ironic and like silly and it's only like one thing like this is my like side taste sure (laughs)
1: like I
0: have I have main taste which honestly in high school I could kind of tell you what it was in college I really don't know because my taste was Trashy pop. I just like wasn't ready to like fully embrace it. Yeah. So, as part of that, my best friend Tony Bellantoni would burn me CDs. He was like always like right on top of like what was happening in girl pop trash land. And he would take the creme de la creme and make me little mix CDs and be like, this is, this is like the sort of cover story was that he was like, by like curating this and making mm-hmm. sure that you have all the best stuff, I'm slowly like convinced convincing you when like in reality I I didn't actually need any more convincing and that's part of why we were friends. So on one of these CDs popped up a little song called Just Dance and I immediately was like this is both catchy and hilarious. How did you turn your shirt inside out, Lady Gaga? Like and like her name was Lady Gaga and that was like try if you can dear listener to imagine a world where no one was named Lady Gaga. And then some singer was like, that's, this is my name. This is my serious, like artistic name. Like that Mm -hmm. alone was like, I was like, what's, what's, what are you doing? What you got, what you doing there? i wish that i could tell you like the first time that i listened to the song and it lit up my little brain holes but i don't have a solid memory of that but i do have a solid memory of laying across the laps of my friends in the back of a yellow cab very very drunk coming home from something and just dance i'd been aware of it for months because tony bell and tony's always ahead of the curve but just dance came on the radio And I, from my horizontal drunken cloud, I was like, guys, this is my favorite song. And the cab driver heard me and, like, turned it up. And the people around me were like, this is? (laughs) What is this? It's not like anything I've heard before. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's It's not like most of the main hits that are also going on right now. It's not too late to apologize. It's not right. um, Keep bleeding, keep oh, keep bleeding yeah. love.
1: I think yes. that's just called bleeding love, right?
0: Yes, it is. Like what I really was attracted to was the comment. It was like self-aware. It was like funny. It was mm-hmm. like witty and not in like a Haha, gotcha I'm very wealthy mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of cleverness which was also around at the time but like yeah it was like it was like kind of this like self deprecating almost humor that I just like instantly related to and I just like vividly remember the back of that cab like of everybody else being like what's good about this like are we supposed to be worried like she can't remember the name of the club like who's get like she- how's she getting home you know what I mean mm-hmm. like and I was like that is the joke
1: so I I, I do remember the first time I heard Gaga and clocked it as Gaga. I was at a party at the end of sophomore year. So this was a little bit later. It was 2009. Okay. Because my I just like truly did not pay attention to pop music in high school or even the first year of college. I had a lot of disdain for it because as we have discussed in some recent episodes, I was still deep in the middle of my heavy metal phase.
0: But it also like... I was not in a metal phase and it what there just was a lot of like shame. Yeah. I don't I feel like it was like oh, someday we'll do Titanic. Like sometimes like things are so good that then everybody like decides to hate them just to be spiteful and I feel like there was this like moment of like the Spice Girls And then like first wave Britney when it was like so sugary Mm -hmm. and like everybody liked it and then immediately like felt ashamed that they liked it. And then Mm -hmm. and so there I feel like we were in a time of like anti girl pop discourse
1: yeah which is weird because I do think I was in an environment where as a general rule girl pop was much more accepted even before Gaga came on the scene Mm. I think it was just the friends I hung out with at the time weren't really into that yeah I think umbrella came out like right before my freshman year started so it was huge at the beginning of my freshman year And, like, that's a very fun song, but that's, like, stereotypical girl pop of 2007. Yeah,
0: Umbrella was before Just Dance, wasn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
1: So the first time I heard Gaga, I actually heard Poker Face, and I was at a, I think I was at a cast party, and I remember listening to it and being like, what is this? Like, again, same reaction of, like, something about this sounds different. Mm
0: -hmm, yeah. It's
1: very unusual. And then at the time I don't, and I still kind of don't like to just sit and listen to music. So I was like, okay, what, what was that song? And then a couple weeks later, I was just like sitting in my room and I had the entire summer to myself. I was just like working on campus over the summer and I was just alone a lot in a very hot room. Sure. So I was just like sitting there at my computer one day and I was like, that Poker Face song. I wonder if it has a music video. And oh boy, does it ever.
0: Papa fucker face. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna watch that music video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, like, <laughs> after four times of that, I was like, "What else has she got?" And then I discovered Just Dance. Yeah. And by the time I came to her, it was June 2009, so all of the singles from The Fame had already come out. Yeah as had all of their videos. So, like, I got the distinct pleasure of being like, ooh, what else has he got? Ooh, love game. Ooh, paparazzi.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's fun for you. Yeah, I was, like, I mean, I was on it from the beginning. Like, I was, like, waiting for the next one. Like, mm-hmm. after Just Dance, I was like, what else? Like, please tell me. This bitch has more. And, like, every time one came out, I was like, awesome. And,
1: and then it more was please. just a, a matter of, like, timing and exposure that really sealed it for me because when everyone finally came back for fall of junior year... I was in a circus performance troupe, and we all decided that our fall fire show, instead of having just like weird '90s industrial rock, like we normally did, uh-huh. was gonna actually use pop music. And our finale number was Just Dance.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: and actually used one of the pictures from Just Dance as my OK Cupid profile
0: <laughs> for a Amazing. while. The yeah. OK Cupid profile that bagged your wife. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, that worked. Significant.
1: Yeah. And then two months later, Bad Romance came out, and the rest is history. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, By the time Bad Romance came out, I was already deeply sold. But then after that, I was yeah. Like, oh.
0: I think the rollout, like I don't know how much of this, like, should be attributed to Gaga herself, but like it was brilliant, and yeah. I don't think it can possibly be replicated. The build of every single on the last and the videos. And her mysterious personality, like the way she was showing up to award shows, she wasn't mm-hmm. we didn't know a ton yet. She wasn't being like vocal and 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 weird yet. Mm-hmm. But like, just the way that she was like peppering herself into mm-hmm. <laughs> scene it was it was as if she knew all along that she had bad romance in her pocket mm-hmm. and was just like laying
1: the groundwork yes yes yeah.
0: to be like and here you go I I own your mind now
1: yes <laughs> yeah okay listeners if anyone out there is younger than we are and I think looking at our listener stats, some of you are just enough younger than us that you might not remember what it was like when bad romance came out i cannot overstate the it cannot
0: be overstated the
1: immediate and all-encompassing cultural effect that bad romance
0: had yes
1: like it was literally everywhere for nine months to a year like you could not escape it and you didn't want to to. well
0: and especially like the immediate effect it had on like gays and mm-hmm. gay clubs and gay spaces. I was I was at a friend's house and I was having a conversation with a person I did not know but could perceive to be a homosexual. We were having like like a really great talk and then Bad Romance came on. <laughs> And it got to the, it got to the um, walk, walk, fashion baby. And he like, he basically was like, we need to wrap this up because I need to be like available for I don't want to be friends. You know what I mean? Like he basically like, like very politely was like, I can't be conversing Mm -hmm. for the bridge of this song
1: yeah
0: <laughs> honestly and I was like I, I get I get it
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've been in that exact situation before yeah. with this song of like excuse me for three and a half minutes I promise I will be right back yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I did go back and resume the conversation yeah. afterwards
0: yeah and- but it's like I'm not gonna and it's like it's recorded you could go listen to it whenever you wanted and yet every time it came on it was like no I, I really need to give my full attention to this song right now mm-hmm. and there was like I don't know if it was SNL or something there were like live performances, li- live on TV performances a- of it happening. And that's when I-, I feel like she really started to escalate like the imagery hmm Like, the the world-building aspects of mm-hmm. her... Persona. Yes. Well, and, and, and of her, like, influence. Yes. It's not just that the song was... The song was everywhere, but it's not just that. It's like, it was everywhere, and everyone was talking about it all the time, and it was not only acceptable but like encouraged to just like talk to strangers about lady gaga like any like any given room of people especially theater people like i think i, I think i spent at least a year <laughs> maybe two just waiting just like most of the time that I was existing I was just like waiting for someone to bring up Lady Gaga or waiting for a good reason that I could bring up Lady Gaga and like so was everyone else like that Mm -hmm. it wasn't like my weird obsession yeah that I was like looking to shoehorn into things that was Kesha But Gaga was not like that. Gaga was like it was welcome to everybody. We were all just like constantly like like making like eyebrows at each other like is it time is it time now do we have mm-hmm. can we talk about her again now like has it been long enough since our last conversation about Lady Gaga that we can talk about Lady Gaga again? Yeah. Like she was literally doing every it, it was everything everywhere all at once. Yes. She was like popping up on Bravo shows. <laughs> she was like doing editorial shoots like like mm-hmm. everything like your contribution to 2009 meant nothing if Lady Gaga wasn't involved or it wasn't like in conversation with Lady Gaga.
1: Yeah. And as a corollary to that, since I think we had slightly different experiences of like 2009, 2010 Lady Gaga, just because I was still in college for all of it and you were not.
0: Honestly, like Gaga wise, it didn't feel like that big of a shift because I still, I still lived in New York. That's true. Like you my life didn't change friends. that much yeah. when college stopped. I just stopped going to class. Sure. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's true. You also had a very different experience for me because I was on like your stereotypical like insular college campus in the middle of nowhere, out of central casting, and you were in the middle of New York City.
0: Yeah, and then like all my friends, all my college friends that I was friends with, we just moved whatever like 120 blocks north and like resumed our social. Just like kept going as we had been. Right. I was Um,
1: sequestered up in Poughkeepsie, but what I was going to say was I was still going to college parties obvi and i feel like you could tell if a party's vibe sucked if they either didn't play bad romance or if they played bad romance and people didn't scream sing the bridge yeah
0: i didn't my college wasn't really we weren't really about parties because we were like in manhattan sure like we would just like meet at the bar yeah or like so a lot of my like scream singing lady gaga was like at gay clubs gotcha but her presence in the in the Gay clubs. I'm like I remember going and they like they would play every single one of her singles that had been released. Probably some things that weren't even sing. Like I I could definitely imagine like a beautiful dirty rich. Yes. We'll sneak that in. Paper Gangsta. Sneak that on. People will, people will know it. Yeah. And they would just they would play bad romance like two or three times in the night and. Everyone like wanted that. Yeah. People would be like, when will it be on next? And Mm -hmm. it wasn't corny. Like I can't imagine that now. And I don't think it was like that before. Like nothing's it's like the
1: the thing I she's the only one. (laughs) the thing I can liken it to in my head, and I don't know because I wasn't there, but it's like, is this what it was like when the Beatles went on Ed Sullivan? Like, is that the level of freak out that we were doing? I
0: actually think that it was. Like I was talking I was talking to Deb Mm-hmm. <laughs> my other best friend who's 75 yeah I'm not sure what her actual age is and I'm reluctant but she's never gonna hear this she was talking about like the Beatles <laughs> and like how exciting that it was to like be a, a tween and teen and she was like I want like did you get to do that I want that for you and I was like I think I did I was just like a little older and it was Lady Gaga I was just like it's the form of it shifted a little bit but I mm-hmm. I think it I think it was a comparable takeover especially and like I can't speak for everyone But, like, being queer in New York City, both of those factors. Right. The queerness and the New Yorkness. Like, I don't know if every city was that much. But she was, like, especially in those early years, like, she was very, like, I am New York. New York is me. And, like, like, okay, the first two Halloweens that she was famous... She put on her Twitter or whatever, like, I'm going to be out on the Lower East Side. I'm going to be dressed as me. If you find me, I'll give you, like, free tickets to whatever. And, like, she could do that because literally half of the Lower East Side was going to be dressed as some form of Lady Gaga. And she'd done this, like, this, like, shape-shifting thing where, like, even though she was in music videos and, like, going to award shows, like, she changed her makeup so much and, like, or sometimes would just be, like, fully wearing a mask or, like, yep. or like a veil or something.
1: Or huge sunglasses. Yes,
0: yes. That it's, like, I knew what she looked like, but also I didn't, like, now I, I for sure know what she looks like. Yes, yes. <laughs> but there was, like many months where i was like a very intense fan of hers and like probably couldn't have picked her out of a lineup of like similar enough looking people
1: Yeah. I remember going down a whole rabbit hole. And by rabbit hole, I mean, I was just like very closely watching all of her music videos to determine whether, whether or not she had a big nose. Cause you couldn't tell because she always shot herself from the front or was wearing like huge goggles or glasses that would obscure her face. And it wasn't until I think bad romance that she actually like shot herself in profile With like nothing obscuring the top half of her face. And I was like, oh, she does. And listeners, I did this because I also have a big nose (laughs) and I was looking for solidarity. Yeah,
0: we all have big noses. This
1: is a big nose house.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When the videos started coming out for the Fame Monster songs, Mm -hmm. when those started, that's when I feel like her likeness started to like settle into something. Yes. Even though it was always like different and exciting, and like what color mm-hmm. are her eyes today? We don't know. Like yeah. we lit them differently. They're magic. Like I st- I started to have more of a handle on like her actual face. Yeah. But yeah, it just also it's like she just was good at everything. Like I like I have this memory of every television personality that came in contact with her would like gush in this like starstruck, unpolished. Yeah. Kind of way. Like late night hosts were like, were like so disarmed by her. And that's like their literal job is to interview famous people. And she'd only been famous for like a few months. Yeah. And people were like, who is she? And they like, all the backstage footage would be like, I've never met anyone like her before. Like I've met ne- like the thing I said before, like wh- who would even try to do culture right now without her? Like she's the absolute best there is. She's the best I've ever seen. This kid is going places. Yeah. I've been in the music business for 50 years yeah. and this kid, I've yes. never seen anything like it.
1: Yeah, I guess the way the kids say it now is the absolute chokehold that she had. Yes. On culture for like I want to say like 2 years.
0: Yes. But like the radio, fashion, just all our collective imagination. She was like given speeches about, like, don't ask, don't tell. Like, it was a, a, a chokehold across platforms? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> a, a three-dimensional chokehold.
1: Yeah. And until like, I want to say 2013, there were very few things more exciting than when Lady Gaga dropped a new music video.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I So in 2011, I guess, I moved to Spain and the technology was just a little behind. I had to like give up my smartphone and everything was terrible. And we had like a fixed amount of internet for the month. And I used it all downloading alejandro maybe one of the mm-hmm. ones that was like nine minutes long yeah i was like i gotta see it i gotta see it it took like half an hour for the thing to load and then i watched it <laughs> yeah it's like
1: great the thank long you. ones i remember are alejandro and telephone
0: well paparazzi was also i'm, I'm sure oh, it wasn't that one because that came out before but i feel like that started the uh, short film yes the short film like story telling that she mm-hmm. was doing it was a magical time to participate in and i think it really shifted my like i think it really lifted me out of a, a cynicism that i had been sitting in for mm-hmm. a long time that i think i had had frankly worn out like i think i i would have become pretty insufferable if i wasn't already if lady gaga had not intervened to be like you can take this seriously now. Like this can be your real taste and your real personality.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel similarly. Like my heavy metal phase had become kind of like old and tired, but I just didn't have like an alternative in mind. Right. But then once Gaga happened, it really like opened the door to all of these things. And it's just like, oh, then I went back for Rihanna, you know, who was also blowing up at the same time. Yeah. When Teenage Dream came out, I was like primed to be into it. Yeah. Because I'd been doing all this work with Gaga and also we didn't even mention Gaga's second album came out like two years after her first and also exploded and so it was just like right as everything from the fame monster was settling down finally. After a year and a half, she was like, like, "Surprise! I put my head on a bicycle (laughs) or on a motorcycle."
0: (laughs) Yeah, she did do that. Another thing about those early years is that, like, even though she was literally the most famous person on the planet that everyone was obsessed with, she also felt so accessible. Like, I felt very like close by to her. Like, we had I had two mutual friends with her on Facebook. Mm. I will never tire of telling people because like theater people that I knew had like done like theater camps with her or whatever, like growing up in New York and they right. were Facebook friends.
1: Cause she's two years older than you.
0: E- yes. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like would like almost enrolled in NYU. So yeah, I think both of, I think the people, the, my two mutual friends with her were people who were that year and had maybe like done an NYU summer program with her or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then ended up at Fordham with me because, well, well. That's a
1: stereotype about Fordham. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and honestly, it's I just did it, but it's not fair because NYU's program is weird. You don't have to go to NYU, guys, if you don't want to. Their theater program is 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 weird and siloed, and a lot of people don't enjoy it. And honestly, if you don't mind all the Jesuit bullshit, Fordham was a, a great theatrical education. Anyway, Gaga. So that's Gaga chapter one for me. It's like she was she was everywhere and everything. She was the stars in the night sky and the and the images in my dreams and the sounds that filled my evenings. Yeah. And also she was like maybe a friend of a friend. Right. <laughs> at the same time. Like I remember like tweeting things at her and like not like thinking I would get a response, but like wondering, being like, like checking it again and being like, she yeah. answer? No, no, she did not answer. <laughs> She's the most famous person in the world. Right.
1: You know what I was just thinking of that I think is a little bit related to that And just comparing her to some of the other people who were very famous at the same time is I don't remember people really lusting after her. In this, like, people loved her, loved her, loved her. But there wasn't this, like, creepy prurience around her in the way that there were for, like, other young female stars. People didn't go around talking about how much they wanted to fuck Lady Gaga. I think because they all knew Lady Gaga would be fucking them. Like, she's (laughs) far too high status. Yeah. For anyone to, I feel like everyone kind of understood, like, you don't, that's not what we're doing here. Even though she would be very sexy in her music videos, everyone would be like, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am.
0: Yes. Thank (laughs) you for this gift. I, you can do with this what you will, leave it in or take it out or whatever. I I had an adult dream Mm -hmm. about her one time. And that's, this is a very rare occurrence for me. I don't have a lot of like narrative dreams to begin with. Mm -hmm. Let alone sexy story dreams. Let alone like about famous people. Right. (laughs) But okay, so the story. What happened was, (laughs) okay. I think it came from these games that she was playing of like find me in New York City. Like I Mm -hmm. like I'm Waldo. Yeah, I I am my own Waldo. My religion is you, Waldo. (laughs) Um, I found her at some sort of like arcade or something like a game playing environment like or like a like a like a santa cruz beach boardwalk kind of situation and we just like really hit it off and went into uh like a photo booth like something that you could Mm -hmm. shut and and had a had a little uh sexy time okay i don't it's like the rest of the story doesn't make sense if i don't say i i went down on her in the photo booth (laughs) And then events conspired. We did like we had to and she had to go leave to go be a a famous person. And she slipped me a note with the the name. Like how did Dream Me? Dream Me was so savvy about this. Her fake name at her hotel. Like what to ask the desk for. And then just the letters I O U. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amazing.
0: It's honestly like some of the best work my subconscious has, or some of the most generous work my subconscious has ever done for me. Sure. I don't know if that's like an appropriate thing to say about like a real person, but you can decide that in the editing phase.
1: First of all, it was a dream, and it sounded like in the dream she was still the high status person. Oh yeah, absolutely, totally. <laughs>
0: <I'm so laughs> right, <I'm> not... <laughs> yeah, very much in control. Again, like
1: when people listened after leading. Gaga that's what that's what it was yeah step on me energy before step on me energy was a thing
0: yeah 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 I'm considering like the crush factor in my fanhood of a lot of these famous pop stars that I've spent years and years admiring because I think if you like you might think that that would be like a a strong determinant of like how much of a fan I am and how much I want to talk about them Mm-hmm. But it's not actually like I, I, I bet people who I whose ears I, I talk off about various pop stars might be surprised which ones I actually hold a candle for <laughs> mm-hmm. and which ones I don't. And it's like, yeah, I do. I guess I do have a little bit of a crush on Lady Gaga, but that's like not even the primary. It's like I do, but I'm not like when I'm like, oh, my God, Lady Gaga, like she's my favorite. Like that's not even like at the front of my that's like it's like incidental. Right. It's like it's just also true.
1: Yeah, it's not required for you to care so much about her.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not required for me to care so much about, about any pop star, but like out of them, yeah, like, sh- yeah.
1: She's also the, well, now it's not true, but at the time I feel like she was the queerest one. Like the queerest famous, famous Yeah, one. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like everyone else is yeah. aggressively I don't, my, straight. I,
0: yeah, I don't, it's like they're already famous and out of, re- like my crushing doesn't care about that right doesn't care about like whether it's realistic or whatever
1: (laughs) right what what did you say about taylor swift because i think it was very funny and worth repeating you were like i don't really care how gay she is or isn't and you all we'll never have sex with her
0: (laughs) sure yeah yeah yeah
1: (laughs) like it really doesn't matter because she's not
0: gonna fuck you yeah 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 yeah.
1: (laughs) should we talk a little bit about how that contrasts with lady gaga's role in our lives now because i feel like she had this like nebulous in between spot where everyone was like what's gonna happen with lady gaga but now she's kind of like back with a capital B.
0: Yeah, sure. Well, okay, so let's let's talk about how much fun we had at her concert the yeah. other night, shall we?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, if y'all have not been keeping up with Lady Gaga, one Did you walk into the wrong podcast? Yeah. Like, I'm happy you're here, but like, what? Yeah. She released an album right before COVID, right? Like February 2020, something like that? Chromatica. Yes,
0: because I was still going to those like drop-in dance classes where you just like learn, it's not like aerobic, where you just like learn a little like combo that I always have a lot of fun at, even though I'm not good in them at all and sometimes this class that I went to it was called it's Wednesday bitch which is a hilarious name sometimes the teacher would do would do like two weeks in a row would like build upon and he taught us a little something something to stupid love and he made it clear that he was gonna do that he it was gonna still be stupid love the next week and like that week was the week that it was like stop going to things Mm, like like stay home yes like it it was like the week where it was like no no it's real like you can't and i did anyway (laughs) 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 i was like i have to Mm -hmm. i have to go Mm -hmm. it's stupid love i literally i like spent time in between like the part that he taught in the first class i like practiced it Mm -hmm. outside of class and i was like i'm not gonna not go learn this Dumb dance routine to stupid love. like. And honestly, I, I'm glad that I didn't because it was about to be two years of not getting to do anything fun at all. And mm-hmm. I don't think that anyone got COVID from that class because we were like, it's everywhere. We were so paranoid, but it was actually the numbers were pretty low right then.
1: Yeah, comparatively, we had no idea how high the we numbers were going to no go.
0: no idea.
1: Absolutely none.
0: So anyway, that's how I know that yeah. that's when the album, because that was a lead single off of it. So right. that's when the album was on its way out.
1: Yeah, so that kind of blew Chromatica out of the water because I mean I think people
0: still listened to it. Yeah,
1: but it didn't get people still listened, and I think her fans still really cared. But I feel like it didn't get as much popular traction as it maybe would have. It didn't,
0: and she didn't get to tour it, and it didn't get to do like Lady Gaga is best. Like it didn't get to be a part of the gay clubs. Right. Like I've thought about this a lot as a as a as a Kesha fan and a Gaga fan. Like so Kesha went away for a while and then came back. And I was like, this is, this is great. Like I never, it was always like really easy for me. Like every new thing that she did, I was like, I want this. I love it. I'm fully on board. Like anything she does, I support. Gaga got a little like oversaturated. Yes. And kind of faded away for a little bit. And then showed back up with, I'm going back in time a little bit for the the weird middle period. And then showed back up with Joanne. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And we were all like, Gaga, this isn't like exactly what. Wanted Mm -hmm. from you. And I really struggled because I was trying to be like a loyal super fan. Mm -hmm. And I think I am. But I think part of the way I loved Lady Gaga was like we all love her together. Like part Mm -hmm. of what I loved about loving her is that everyone was on board. Right. Like part of what was fun about it. You yeah. know what I mean is that we were all there together. And Kesha like from the from the jump even though she was doing incredibly well on the radio and like obviously people did like it. They denied it. And like I like I was al- I was always on the outside. I was always like on the defense. My love for Kesha was always like me against the universe.
1: Yeah. The conversation around Joanne was a lot of people saying I want so bad to like this. Yeah. Like, I really, really want to feel how I felt about the fame monster, about this. Yeah. I think part of it is because Lady Gaga was very transparent about how personal that album was to her.
0: Right. Yes.
1: It's not that the songs are objectively bad. It's not that it is poorly produced or anything like it's just not what we wanted.
0: Yeah, and 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 I think what I came to understand is that a big part of that is that I I wanted us to want it all together. Like I didn't hate listening to it but I wanted something that we could all I wanted her to bring us together again.
1: Yeah. And you know what I think might have started to do it is A Star is Born. Yes. Because I think that was when unlike wor- vehicle. Well, I think that's when the world was like, "Oh, I forgot that she's more than just a singer. And it's like, how did we forget? Like, she's been... I didn't. right? But like, (laughs) she's been such a powerful and fearless performer her entire career. She like came up in the burlesque scene. So like, of course you give her a melodrama and she's gonna just like tear it to shreds in the best yeah. possible way in front of your eyes and then they give her this a song that is just such an earworm yeah for her to just really go off on
0: yeah that's like shallow that's like how the that's like what the kids think she's famous for right exactly that's i just i had it open on my spotify again it ha- shallow has like more than twice as many listens as bad romance which on is Spotify, wild. yeah. Which is fu- yeah. That's fucking wild to me. Yeah, I mean, but the like, song I was mean, it's also for an timing. Oscar. Like people owned the album of, of Bad Romance. Like I think if Bad Romance, if Spotify had started sooner, I'm sure it would be different. Actually, because of how like played it was, if people acted surprised that she could act. I was not surprised that she could act because she was so funny in it's not gay uh if it's in a three-way yes that was That's, very funny I am dead serious when I tell you that that is part of how I knew she could act I mean I knew that she was like trained in that but that doesn't necessarily mean you're good at it
1: no like when she's eating cereal and it's just like you guys are still here huh? yes
0: her delivery of you guys are still here I was like oh like she gets it she knows how to well and like and like the way that she like acts her songs sometimes like some singers are more like in it than others when they're performing and like She's very in it.
1: Yes, she is.
0: The fact that she could do that in her own material and then like also be funny and understated and like like sit in that and know that it's gonna work and I I, I never doubted after mm. that after that serial scene.
1: Also, by the time A Star Is Born came out, she already had a Golden Globe because she won a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress for American Horror Story. Oh Hotel. yeah.
0: Oh, I forgot about the yeah. I tried As to watch the Duchess. that just to watch her, and she was quite watchable in it but i did not make it through the season because it was just like too convoluted but she was she did great yeah i mean look
1: her film career is like i am going to be the best part of this obnoxious thing
0: (laughs) yeah yes like That That is is definitely how she
1: was in House of Gucci. Like House of Gucci was... I
0: would say that's true of Stars Born too. I know some people really liked the movie, but I thought it was pretty lame, but I did really enjoy her in it. But all I was trying to say about that is some people seemed surprised that she could act, but also I think it really reminded everybody how well she writes a song. It's like people almost even forgot about that. And then she was like, here's Shallow. And people were like... Oh, that this is a very good song.
1: <laughs> yes. And I know I've told you this a couple times off mic, but I just want to share this on mic that one of my favorite little tidbits about the song Shallow is that there have been three or four versions of A Star is Born over the decades. And trigger warning, going to talk about someone killing themselves. At the end of the movie, spoiler alert, the Bradley Cooper character always kills himself. But in the most recent version, he killed himself by hanging. In the prior versions, he always killed himself by walking into the ocean. So, the song Shallow... Oh,
0: Shallow. Oh, I see what you're saying. Which is
1: about drowning, is a reference to the way that character dies in prior versions of... Clever. Yeah, it's very clever.
0: Yeah. She's clever. She is.
1: (laughs) And then... She went on one of her famous ball tours in 2022. Yes. And we almost didn't go. I know.
0: What was I fucking thinking? Because the truth is, I like Chromatica. It is a return to like what. I think she does best, but I didn't absorb it like track by track into my pores the way I did with her first couple albums. Like there's hits and misses for me on the album and that's okay.
1: Yeah. It's a very solid Uh, album.
0: But yes, it's very solid. But I wasn't like, I must see her do these songs or uh, like I'll be missing out the way I was for the first. I've had the good fortune to see all three of her balls. Mm -hmm. But I also think part of my reluctance was I don't think it's like a state secret that she overextended herself a little in the Born This Way ball. Yeah. When I went to it, I found that distracting. But I spent a lot of the show like worried for her. (laughs) Yeah. Well she also
1: threw up on stage while she was performing at not the, at the
0: one I was at. Oh, I thought you it was at the one you were at. No.
1: Oh okay. That was just a stages. no,
0: that was just a, a video that like circulated. Oh, uh, okay. A little bit after. That was confirming for me, honestly, that I was like, Oh yeah, some thing is up that surfacing combined with like my experience of the board and the sway ball and like just see she just like looked a little green to me the whole time yeah. like I just like
1: and she's been public about afterwards saying that like she was doing a lot of substances at that <laughs> doing time a lot
0: of drugs part some of those drugs were to do with I believe she had a hip fracture Mm. that she was fully dancing on like every other day yeah which is crazy and like the chromatica ball it was like a two and a half hour show like she insisted on doing the very most and i feel like it's come out since that like a lot of people were like do you want to postpone do you want to like take some of the numbers out of the show and she was like no no none of that like always the most for my fans and it's like i get that i get that judy garland shit but also like take a break yes like it's really okay like you can reschedule Please take care of yourself. If you're a pop star out there, please take care of yourself.
1: Please, please, please. Like
0: I don't like I would really much rather have to go see you like next time. Yeah. And there is a next time. Yes. (laughs) You know, that was part of, I think maybe almost subconsciously my reluctance. I don't know. I don't know why I didn't like immediately know that it would be redemptive.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I just like don't go to concerts that much. And so I was like, I love Lady Gaga so much, but do I want to go to a concert? I haven't been to a concert in years. Yeah. So we were at Dodger Stadium, which is like a sixty thousand seat venue. We got there right as the show was starting.
0: Yes. Like and when cut I say it, we got right, it close because Google Maps tried to Google Maps tried to fuck us.
1: Yeah. Um, yes, but we would, we would not be fucked. So we got out of there with some very clever driving on your part.
0: I do pride myself on my driving. <laughs> our timing wound up
1: being pretty perfect because we were sitting all the way up in the top tier and so we had to take an elevator up to our seats. And as soon as the elevator doors opened, open oh oh, oh, oh. yes and she opened with bad romance so you knew it was gonna go hard fast yeah and so we were able to step out of the elevator and look out on stage and it's just like a sea of people and then this crystal cocoon
0: yeah (laughs) she spent her entire opening number emerging from a cocoon yeah and everyone loved it everyone
1: ourselves included was was like
0: like every time every time like she moved an arm every time or like the stage would like rotate the thing like slightly Mm -hmm. we would be like ah like i can see more of her elbow
1: yes we lost it
0: that's her that's her gift man that's her power
1: yeah i mean everything was so meticulous and just watching her up there, if you're in the audience and you see a performer like really going for it and you're like, oh, I know they're doing an amazing job and I think they know it too. Yeah. And this has become like a feedback loop. Yeah. When she busted out with Monster was yeah. really when I was like,
0: Ugh, what oh, a treat.
1: I already knew the spectacle was going to be amazing. But when she did that, I think that was when I was like, oh, we're here for something really special. Yeah. Afterwards, I said to you, I can't remember the last time where I was at a show, music or otherwise where I was like, oh, this is a performer working at the height of their artistic power. Yeah. I know, having never seen her before, she has never been this good. And that's not to say that she was bad before, but I'm saying like she's doing the best she's ever done right now. And that was really cool to see.
0: I can't promise you it was better than the Monster Ball. I'm sorry, I would love to be able to.
1: Well, I can understand that too, because like there's just like a newness and an unexpectedness like you didn't know. When
0: we were all younger, like it's, it's, it's hard to compare in my mind she was like hungrier and that was fun in its own way and now in this tour she is like like you're saying just like really comfortable and those are both fun but in kind of different ways
1: yeah definitely it's a different energy but she was she was comfortable but not complacent that's what was fun yes like there was not a single ounce like nothing in that show was taken for granted fighting yeah she was like i just sold the shit out of this song And I'm going to do it again with the next one and the next one and the next one. Songs that were not singles off of Chromatica became total spectacles. Yeah,
0: this B-side from an album that we have not even mentioned yet. Like, you might think that you don't care, but I'm going to make you care. (laughs) Right, exactly.
1: And it was two and a half hours. I did not care. I didn't notice the time passing. Oh, I
0: loved that it was two and a half hours. Yeah, like it was so much fun. Should we talk about how she flew a jet?
1: (laughs) Sydney is convinced that she flew a jet at the end of the show, even though she didn't. She merely jumped over fire.
0: I think it's fun because I know how malleable memory is and I know how unreliable eyewitness accounts are and if my memory of something thrilling is going to distort which like it is I believe like the the more like emotion that's involved I don't know if it's the more the more but Mm -hmm. that is a risk factor for the memory distorting if that's gonna happen I would like to influence what it turns into and so I have decided that in my memory of the Chromatica ball, Lady Gaga flew a jet.
1: Because her her encore <laughs> was Hold My Hand from the new Top Gun.
0: Yes, which was a, a wild choice of encore. I Okay, so I did not, I purposefully did not look at a set list beforehand. And so like the whole show, I was like, I was like making bets with myself what her closer was going to be. And I thought, I thought her fake closer was going to be rain on me. Which you were absolutely And I was correct. right about was. that. And I thought her real closer was going to be Shallow because of how, Mm -hmm. like, outrageously popular it is. And because part of me anticipated that she might want to close on a more, like, sentimental note. But then she played Shallow, like, in the middle. And I was like, what's left? Like, I know she wrote that song for Top Gun, but she's not going to encore with that. Like, I thought I was the only one that even noticed that that song came out. Nope, not anymore. I'm not. If you haven't listened to the song, it's fantastic. Go listen to it right now. It's like I- I've been listening to it a lot. Since I listened to it today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I also really like cheesy, like power ballads. Mm-hmm. If you have a like a, a unifying anthem in six eight or twelve eight, that's that's your closer. I think I think that's a great way to end any show. Mm-hmm. That's what she did, and it had the it had the 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 Top Gun vibe, and I am pretty sure that part of that is that a jet flew across the stage and she like hopped up onto it and surfed it out of the stadium and like then around and then back in and she like hopped off and then she jumped through the fire and like took a bow i'm pretty sure that happened
1: well i can't prove you wrong right now. i can
0: i can see it
1: we should ask i think this will be a little silly because again if you're not familiar with lady gaga my babies what are you doing on this podcast like i'm shocked you've made it this far who is lady gaga for
0: oh i think if you are someone who would admit that you dislike her i don't think that i have any further use for you
1: that's a good way to put it so many people love her that it's more telling if you don't
0: yeah and it's like if she's not your favorite
1: like if you're not gonna see just her don't op- tell
0: me about it yeah like and that's fine but if you're gonna actively tell me that you think that she's not good at her job we're just not living in the same reality Right.
1: The multiverse theory has clearly failed because there is some slippage here.
0: Like, yeah, like that's, that's a glitch for sure. Yeah. You hopped over from another planet where she's not in the top five best people all the time.
1: Right. Exactly. Where she's, she's not literally one of the best performers of her generation.
0: If it was like Battlestar Galactica, like I had to choose, I had like the last space shuttle and it was like, we need 20 names, 20 humans are coming off this planet. I would put Lady Gaga before, like, a lot of people that I know personally. Okay. Because I think it's important. (laughs) Not only because I would like to be on a space shuttle with Lady Gaga. Yes. But because I think whatever society we're about to go out and try to make, like, whatever is worth saving about the human race,
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: I think she's a real asset. To like, to staying on task with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe, ha- maybe bring like a doctor. Sure. And then bring Lady Gaga because like, that's what you need if you're going off planet. Yeah. I can
1: confirm that there was at least one doctor at the chromatical ball in New York, so we can bring her. Not asking to be ahead of Lady Gaga on the list, just asking to make the shuttle. <laughs> Because I would also like to be on a space shuttle with Lady Gaga.
0: <laughs> yeah. But do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, what's really important.
1: Like, not just artistic freedom, but like, like artistic like bravery.
0: Yes, yes. And what, like in the in the survival of a species, like I don't need a person who can program an iPhone on another planet. I need someone who can motivate a group of people who have experienced a collective trauma that's what she just did at the Chromatica Ball after this. Yes, the COVID. and like tell us the story of who we are, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Like create like a cohesive. This is the people that we are. These are these are the songs we sing together. These are the stories we tell together. This is the this is this is what's worth preserving. Yeah, and not just driving this thing straight into a black hole because we're sad.
1: Right. You need someone with clarity of vision and
0: yes, yes, and
1: a lot of ambition. Yes. Yeah, I would put her on the space shuttle too. In part just to hang out with her for a little bit. And by hang out with, I mean, uh, peek around corners at her. <laughs> because I get very nervous around celebrities.
0: I th- I th- I've I always thought that we would get along. I know that's like a, but it has become a, a thing that we discuss on here. Is like, mm-hmm. would this person, like if we're actually like taking a sober gaze, we all like to think that every celebrity we like would like us back. Yeah. But I feel like there's enough there. Like, we're both theater nerds. I don't know. I just felt it so strongly, like, in the early years of her fame. And, like, she's gotten a lot more, like, eccentric. And, like, our (laughs) lived experiences have diverged considerably. Yes. So, like, it it might not be so easy now as it would have been if I had somehow also become famous when I was 23 and then we just started hobnobbing. But, like, I, I think the bones are there. I think I can make a go of it with her, personally. I also think that she is a very hard person to get to know like I think even if you do have access to her I think there's a lot of uh
1: layers and walls and things uh, like that uh, yeah yeah I think the persona of Lady Gaga and I would not be friends not I think I'm just not cool enough but I think Stephanie and I sure if I could stop being like, if you
0: could get it together, <laughs> if I could
1: get my shit together and stop being a starfucky little pig, yeah, not in a sexual way, just like I get very yeah. anxious no, and sweaty is. around any celebrity. Yeah, and no, it, I'm
0: sure that would be a phase that we would we would have to work through. But
1: if I can get through that, Stephanie and I, I, I could yeah. see a universe. I think. In I which guess. I happen. think what
0: I'm trying to say is, I think that I think she does not keep much of a separation between the persona and the person. That's true. I think that's part of her charm and I I think that's part of what I'm responding to when it's the, like when you watch the documentary and the, and it seems like sometimes she has like attachment issues. I think a lot of that is coming from I think she has sort of trauma bonded with Lady Gaga. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I th- I think there are other famous pop stars who have the mask and they compartmentalize and that's that has its own There's no good way to be famous. It's always it's always fucking torture
1: right exactly. no matter
0: what but I, I yeah but i think i think I, I guess that's part of what i'm saying is that it's, i think she is always a little bit of persona and that it might it might be hard to be real friends with that but you know once there's only 20 of us in a space shuttle
1: yeah absolutely sorry Vivian's fading, <laughs> pushing through, yeah. just trying to like no, no, stumble across no, to the no, finish line. Uh, no, honestly, should we yeah. talk about where she goes in the curriculum? Other than all over it, everywhere, all the time, it's, like
0: I can't even like be objective. Like she's, she's a universal not text. Even, yes, she, it's not even curriculum to me. It's just like oxygen.
1: Yeah, she's the water we've been swimming in culturally, emotionally since we were twenty years old.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She was like, not just my favorite for a long time, but like my beacon, she like, like led me into the taste that I have now. Like she was the like North star of me forming my adult taste. Yeah. And to some degree personality. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to try to put that in a, in a classroom space.
1: I mean, today and things I should have picked up on but didn't at the time like me watching her videos over and over and over again just like obsessively learning as much as I could about her and like incorporating so much about her into my personal vocabulary Mm -hmm. and just like my personal self-image and then just like cramming it down <laughs> uh because that is always where the process wound a up woman. yes <laughs> similarly it's hard for me to separate just like I don't know where do you start I like if I were teaching someone Lady Gaga who had never known her before if you've been like living in a cave for the last 15 years yeah I would just hand you the fame monster and be like no skips. Come talk to me when you've listened to it a few times and then we can talk about Born This Way.
0: Yeah. But it's like, you can't recreate what we had, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I, like I would, I totally would talk to this person who's been living under a rock about the Fame Monster. I'll talk to anyone about the Fame Monster, but like you can't recreate like the anticipation around the releases and the, like the imagery being everywhere. And like the cat's out of the box. Like there was a time when pop music was not weird and arty. Like yeah. it's all taken for granted now. Like, and even just like the amount of power and creative control that she had and that she told you that she had coming from like a Britney childhood and mm-hmm. like, it's no fault of Britney whatsoever. Yeah. But like coming from that story of like a pop star is a puppet. A pop star is a thing to be used. Yeah. Until it is used up and then just tossed started. aside. That that's a whole other episode that we could do. But for her to be like, I write it. I have a vision for it. Like, if people tell me it's weird, I tell them to fuck off. I only wear, you you never see my, I only wear red lace. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't even talk about the 2009 VMAs. Oh, yeah. All the fortitude she must have had, the insistence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On, like, yes, my song is going to go Roma, Roma, ma. Yes, I'm going to go on this, like, network competition dance show and do this, like, weird morph ballet with, like, silks and prosthetics. Yeah. (laughs) And if you don't like it, you can sit down. Like, that kind of, the amount of, like, art directing and, like, just, like, Mm self-determination that she was doing as a pop star was, like, really thrilling and, at the time a revolution in itself.
1: Yeah. I feel like she is the perfect example of something that RuPaul says a lot, which is I acted like I was already famous and I waited for the rest of the world to catch up.
0: Yes. Yes. She has also said that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense just like looking at how she is so like it is just like an all-encompassing experience having her around and having her on your show on your whatever like she's going to do the things she's going to do and what I find interesting about that is like so many people hear that advice and they take it as like oh I'm just gonna step on every head I'm gonna be rude I'm gonna be like holier than thou but every story I hear about Gaga out in the world is like she's very high status but she's also very kind Yeah, yeah. Y'all should do yourself a favor and look up Ross Matthews' story of meeting Lady Gaga for the first time (laughs) because it is a lovely story about someone who is famous being starstruck by Lady Gaga and her just like exceeding his expectations, not just in being a superstar, but also just walking into a space and being like, my God, who's the lighting designer here? These lights are amazing. You're doing a fantastic job.
0: Yeah. Like she's just
1: a very special person. (laughs)
0: Yeah. yeah. And we are lucky to have her. Her. Yes.
1: And I was really glad that we saw her at Chromatica because the other thing that I just wanted to shout out is it really felt like when we were there, when she was performing, it really felt like she was on the other side of something that had been really hard, but she had come out the other end of it, like a lot of us had, as you mentioned earlier, what with the COVID. Yeah. And was able to perform in this way that was like exactly what we wanted, but was also exactly who she is now. It wasn't nostalgia for who she was. It was, she was able to evolve, yes. but going all the way back to our Slater any episode she evolved but was still herself Yes. and the best artists are able to do that
0: yes yes and I do feel like there was a moment where that was a little like shaky for me where I felt like she was trying to evolve but she was at her best in nostalgia mode and that scared me a little because I was like okay she's too young she's too young to be just like a look back at Lady Gaga already like she needs to find a what is the forward and 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 she has she did yep. a great job. I feel like we should at least like shout out some of the like advocacy stuff she does. Oh, about, yeah. About like mental health and also yes. like.
1: One of the things I love about her is she's been an outspoken advocate for not just the queer community, but she's been like very openly bi. Yeah. Her entire career and like not shy about it yeah. at all. Which I love.
0: Well, and like early in her fame when the Perez Hilton days, when it was like, does she have a dick? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) When she was like, yeah, we didn't even talk about that. (laughs) She was like, I don't know. Like, do I? Maybe. Right. Like, why do you give a fuck? Yeah. Which is absolutely the right answer, but like not an answer that a lot of people would have given in 2009. That's very true. I don't think. That's very true. So good for her. And then talking about like abuses that happen in the Mm -hmm. music industry and writing about them and supporting other people that they happen to.
1: Yeah, she wrote the song for the campus sexual assault documentary that got nominated for an Oscar. Yes. Till it happens to you.
0: Yes. It's funny, like the ways that it comes out. I, for some reason, remember her talking a lot about like around the Kavanaugh hearings. Mm hmm that was a time that she like sort of wanted to like there's there's never there's never no woman being publicly abused that you right. could talk about right right, right. <laughs> but uh she jumped in on that one for whatever reason and 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 I just thought that was really like brave and generous of her to do to be like these are some factors that perhaps not everyone is thinking about yeah about these kinds of experiences and, and the the repercussions that Christine yeah. Blasey Ford? Like all the all, all all the backlash against her and why that's so unfair and why she should be believed and mm-hmm. some people like musicians to stay in their lane, but I feel like that's I feel like that's everybody's lane.
1: Yeah, I agree. And at a certain point, as we talked about, I think in our Metallica episode, at a certain point, if you fastidiously refuse to take a stance, that in and of itself is a stance right. that is yeah, yeah, yeah. unsavory. So is there anything else we want to talk about? For Lady Gaga. I mean, for forever, but like we have to end sometime.
0: Yeah, I don't have anything else right now.
1: <laughs> Just a couple of housekeeping things. This is the beginning of spooky season. I believe this is going to come out at the very beginning of October. So our discussion of Mother Monster will transition us into spooky season for the next couple episodes, culminating with hopefully an episode about Halloween dropping on Halloween. Halloween <laughs> the movie dropping on Halloween the day.
0: That'd be cool of us. Yeah, if we can swing that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll see how our executive dysfunction holds up this month. Yeah, but uh, that that is the plan. Where can they find you on TikTok?
0: At Trash Analysis.
1: You can find me on TikTok and Twitter at Anxious Archfay, and you can find the show on Twitter at Sophisticate Pod. Oh, also, we just guested on a podcast called Rotten Treasure. Oh with, yeah, so which much fun. Had a lot of fun talking about the show Labyrinth. So Fil- uh, the
0: film, the film
1: Labyrinth. Yes talking about the film Labyrinth. It is a show. It is a show. It is. It's a spectacle. It is certainly a spectacle. We had a lot of fun and again the show is called Rotten Treasure so please go check that out and then if you enjoyed that go listen to a bunch of their other episodes. They just did a whole run on Muppet movies. I listened to their one on the Muppet Christmas Carol and it was a lot of fun. In the meantime please do keep reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on anywhere you get your podcasts. Just a reminder that when we get to 100 total five-star reviews we will read and watch Twilight. <laughs> also I want wanted to call it just one thing we got our first two-star review on apple podcast oh
0: yes i've been waiting which for this uh
1: i would just like to say a very grateful fuck you no we won't stop you've only made us more powerful yeah
0: like why would you like who are you like if you left us that two-star review like who are like why did you do that you are choosing by leaving two-star reviews again i'm not just saying for us for anything like if you are a person that goes around leaving yelp reviews for for things That is two stars. It's like all you're doing is keeping yourself in a two-star space. Like you're you're letting your life be run by things you don't like. Right. (laughs) Don't do that. That's no fun. Yeah. Like I just like see stuff like that and it really like cracks me up. Like unless it's some kind of thing like the Bravo app where like they need to know that it sucks. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Like where someone, it's like, oh no, this is, we care that this app's performance is bad and so we need to let you know that it's bad. There are some few cases where like leaving those kinds of notes is like going to be impactful. Like people need to know that their thing is not working and the only way they can know that is like feedback from the whatever. But like we just exist. We're just two people with microphones and we're going to do this either way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) i bet it was a salty metallica fan and to them i say we said what we said james hetfield's a schmuck
0: it a hundred percent was that totally tracks yeah, And I feel like that is part of what I was trying to talk about in that episode is that I feel like it's, I le- enjoyed the music, but I feel like there are some things that foster the kind of energy and community that are like, we are people who go around leaving two star reviews for things and it, you do not have to live that way. That's all I'm saying. You don't, it yeah. does not have to be that way. You can choose to engage with five star things.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we will see you back here next time, probably watching a horror movie. And until then, good night and good luck.